uh, Sam, hi. Welcome. Welcome Thank to you. this this podcast thing I'm doing for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it's keeping me alive in this po- pandemic that we're we're going through. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really good. I've enjoyed the two episodes that are out so far, mate. It's a great idea. Uh, so Sam, some people, I, you know, I've known you, I've known you since, uh, well, like we were saying, Unicon, uh, 2010, New Zealand, uh, you know, we did, yes. uh, quite a lot of hanging out, you know, riding around, did a bit, yeah. uh, pretty big, uh, pretty big party. I'm pretty sure you landed your first in 540s, 540s to see in there. I can't believe so, you remember that. I did <laughs> land my first 540. I was pretty stoked for you. It was, <laughs> it, I landed my first double flip and my first 540 in New Zealand. Yeah, and that's like, so that's when I transitioned. I was like almost all trials at that point in my life. And that's when I transitioned like in 2010 to like, I want to do more street. more flat street. Yeah. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. And more flatland for sure. Um, and we're pretty obsessed right now. You know, me, you and me, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think I'm about to catch up to you. Uh, just saying little sneaky, sneaky, uh, in the, uh, in the skirt game, uh, you know, if we're whenever this comes out, uh, you know, skirt has released and we're in the first week right now of, uh, of the game. The very first game. Uh, we've got about three, three days left or so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the other writers who's in it is in my city, and he is uh, he thinks he can't get any more. I, I think he can. I think he can. But I think I'm I think I'm gonna be able to get maybe all but one of them by the end of the week. I don't know how you're feeling about it. Yeah, I I've got three that I don't think I'll get. But um, yeah. Uh, which ones? Which ones do you think you won't get? Backflips. Backflips have really been my jam. So the the single handed double back. I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh really? Um, I've landed hip double back, but I can't get much more than like a rotation and a bit one hand. There's something. Normal. There's something about the hip double back that like you can get. You got two hands yeah. still doing. Yeah, extra bump somehow. Yeah. Yeah. More snap. Um, and then the full out double, I won't be able to get. Um, it's weird. Like I, I do my rolling hops and my flips with my left hand, but then I spin to the right like clockwise so i use my right hand on the full outside so i just don't get as much snap because it's not for sure I don't know, work. uh um, are you okay so you, sp- you spin to the right you said spin to the right right foot forwards um so yeah right hand on for full outs but my normal hopping and flips are left hand do you ride right foot forward or left foot forward right foot forward yeah, uh, yeah so that in I I spin right-handed. I I'm right foot forward, and I spin to the right as well. That's supposedly the hard way. That's what everyone says. If apparently if you spin yeah, away, apparently. but I don't know. I just I I can't ride it differently. So maybe I'll just I, never I know. Think that, I think it depends on how many flips you're trying for to an extent, um, and whether it's seat or seat out, and what you're used to. Like I know that I rode with Luke Colotto a lot. Oh yeah, in my early days, and um. He was spinning to the right but left foot forwards, which is apparently better. But I, I know for sure, like when he did fifths or, or tray flips, he hardly even touched the front foot and it didn't get the full rotation. Like the, the spin of the uni just makes it flip somehow. Um, but I think that once you go to doubles or triples, it, it's much of a muchness really, and it's possibly easier the way we do it. For sure, for sure. I yeah yeah I, I you know I'm. I only was able to put in like like twenty minutes in for it today, but I think I think I'm gonna be able to pull the full out double. I think I'm gonna be able to pull it off. 
I, I thought I did it today. When I looked at the clip, I accidentally just landed a regular one. I, I you know, you know where you jump and you, you think you throw really hard, and then when you yeah. land, you're like, oh yeah, and then you look at the clip and you're like, ah, oh, just that was just one flip, <laughs> just one regular one. Um, uh, Sam, uh, so who who are you? Tell us about you. Why, uh, who are you? And like, when did you start writing? Uh, yo, so live in Melbourne in Australia um, and I've been riding since 2006 Christmas my brother got a unicycle and he rode for probably the first four or five years as well and picked it up way quicker than me but then gave up for some reason um, Nathan Thomas as he's known there's probably a few videos of him around on, on my old channel um, oh, yeah. I we just learned to ride together and then we eventually went to a meet in Melbourne and the very first time we saw other people ride, Luke Colter was filming his Don't Don't Panic video. So he did a tray flip down five stairs oh and it just God. blew my mind. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that sort of started me into this, the street side of riding. From there, I was like, no, this is sick. I've got to get into it. Uh, and when we got to ride together down there, uh, he showed up too, didn't he? He came and rode with us for a yeah, little bit. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did some some cool wall rides and a few other things. That's right. Yeah, the cool wall rides. You know, I think that's one of the reasons that motivated me to to do a little bit of this podcast stuff. You know, reaching out to you guys is like, I when I sit and think back, I I've just had the, just the luck and the grace to have like met all of you guys, and it's yeah, so fun to reach out and talk. The unicycle community is bizarre like that. How many people from different parts of the world meet up and instantly become friends <laughs> yeah yeah and, uh so you started writing in 2006 like i said uh got to hang out with luke colato uh yeah and then went to my first nationals like the next year so 2007 um and luke came along to that as well and rode with dan cowling and alex toms and matty porter all the guys there in Sydney, like some names super. that people might not remember. <laughs> yeah, check them out. They've all got videos up on YouTube still. They're very, very cool guys. Um, yeah, and then I've pretty much been mostly just to national events and then to UniCon once in New Zealand 2010, which we were talking about earlier. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that new- sort of me mostly street. And then I've started a bit of flatland just because it's, it's easier to do at home or nearby rather than searching spots or if you haven't got a decent skate park totally so. you know it's uh i think i might i think i might for the skirt game be able to pull that varial roll but oh that other one is just it's just no way just i i don't do any rolls of any kind yeah the rhythm rolls uh strange <laughs> yeah i uh, yeah I, I haven't really done them much either and i always went when i was trying that set like my foot would come around like it's doing a rolling wrap. You just got to tell it to go back, mate. Just tell it to go back. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like I always get the rolls pretty good on the front end. Like, you know, the kick roll, put the foot down on the other side. But I, I, my wheel just goes out from under me on the back, like on the finishing end of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's the part I got to be focusing on. But I think it's just copious amounts of practice for rolls, really. What uh, would you say is your... Uh, in, in your years of riding, what would you say is like your favorite moment you've had so far? Ooh. If, you, if you had to find, pick one. Oh, that's a very hard question. Pull these questions uh, like out of my ass. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's probably going to have to be like the whole of Unicorn, I would think. 
in New Zealand. Um, if I was picking something, I, I can't think of specifics from it, but just riding with all the people back then that were crazy, like Max and Palais and Adrian was there, Louis Ford. Um, it was just, it was crazy seeing those guys doing their stuff back then, which these days is not as good anymore, but it was nuts then. Yeah, it's, um, you know, going back and watching it, it's still fun. You know, there's still lots of stuff yeah. on those videos I can't do, you know, like, <laughs> no prayer. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I remember Max jumping over a pile of everybody's unicycles down on the street ride somewhere. Like, we just stacked them all up, and then he just did a big side hop over it. That was... <laughs> that stands out of my memory from, from Utica. I don't know. So, do you remember, too, uh, when we did all that stuff in New Zealand, they had, like, that big opening ceremony, or, and they had, like, a little display uh, where, like, they were, everyone was just showing off tricks, and Max Schultz jumped over Chris Hirowai, uh while yeah. Chris was on his knees. Chris was on his knees, and yes. he was, like, kind of, and yeah. Max just jumped, like, yeah. right over his head. Oh, yeah. so, crazy. so crazy. Just crazy. I might be waving my hands around, just a, a bit of cat hair flying past, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I might be able to jump, you know, up a stack of four pounds on a good day <laughs> something like that no my my uh side hop is not amazing either for height yeah to, uh, yeah uh, you know i'm just happy i can jump up on the stuff i can jump on mm. uh yeah no, i used to have picnic tables pretty under control but I'm, i don't think i'm as good anymore it would take me a few goes to get up a picnic table now uh yeah i think so i think the same i think the same for me you know i feel like i used to practice that all the time and uh you know there's just there's all these parks in my town that like have been demolished or turned into something else or they're rearranged. So like all the these old things I used to practice on just aren't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's hard if you're not doing it all the time for short. So you've recently got a mad for one movie, is that right? Uh, yeah, you know, I uh this this might sound weird, but like I let myself mentally get caught up in, like, some of the unicycle drama. And so, like, I would say, you know, in the unicycle world, there was, like, some Cox One drama, like, you know, with riders and the parts and stuff like yeah. that. And then I, I think early, not so much anymore, I think a lot of this stuff is leveled out, but I think there was a lot of mad for one drama like with some writers and uh, and marco and some of that stuff in the early days but like since then Absolutely. it's like he just makes good unicycles like lots of good writers use them and uh, uh in my personal life i i paid off all my debt this year and so uh my big thing for me is like okay you, you did all this responsibility with your money uh and then yep. i had this moment where i could have like you know not purchased the cycle and been more responsible. Uh, and my girlfriend, she's like, no, 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 you did good. You can buy yourself <laughs> a unicycle. And so yeah. uh, I picked it out. I'm sure you saw, like, I picked out all the purple and gold colors. Uh, I have been really curious about the handle saddle since it was introduced. And yeah. I got it. And honestly, I, my, I love my unicycle. I can't believe I would... I wasn't sure if it would feel like a step in a better direction when I got it. You know, sometimes your unicycle just feels like another unicycle. And everything about it for me feels like I like the 20-inch tire. Uh, I like, I'm surprised that I really like the no Q factor on my cranks. I like them, the straight ones. Yeah. Uh, I really yeah. like uh, the mat adapters. 
Um, it just gives you that little extra. And I, I don't know if Q Factor has trained me this way, but I don't really land on them or anything. And uh, I love it's, the handle saddle. Yeah, it's so nice. And it's, um, it's taking me a bit to get used to, but the flat land, um, just the, the amount of grip you can get in to like see out, spin or flip tricks. Very nice. Totally. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, just uh, doing like, you know, three spin, like full spin tricks. Uh, I don't know. The handle just feels right to me. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I've re- recently got like probably similar time to you. That's that's my beast. Similar colors. Oh yeah, I like it. So we got we got the same purple, the same purple frame. Oh, same purple frame. Yeah, I've gone green everywhere else. The green ribbon made up. Some... Yeah, yeah. The green's good. The green's good. That's a good. Yeah, so it's, love it. It's good. And you went uh, with the thin foam. It looks like. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I left my unicycle upstairs, otherwise I'd go and grab it right now. But uh, I, uh, I went with a thick foam, so you know, it just gives you a little bit more. But man, you still gotta wear bike shorts with that thing. There's no, no fooling. Yeah, yeah that's it. No, I always wear like long bike pants with, without padding, just for um, friction stuff. Obviously. Yeah, I think I need to commit. Like I, you know, I have like regular like thigh high bike shorts, but I think I need to get like the past the knee ones or something. Yeah, like I'm not just. Even the uh, shin guards, if you have too long a ride, start wearing into my skin a bit if I don't have the long ones on. Totally, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how you ride nowadays, but like I, at I, at thirty three years old, I just <laughs> have to put my shin pads on, put my knee pads on, put my ankle protectors on, like every time I ride. Yeah. Otherwise, I just I just can't get out of bed the next day. Yeah. I'm only a year behind you, thirty two, and yeah, I'm the same. I always got the helmet, got the gloves, got the Chris Holm shin guards so they're right up in knee as well and then high top shoes oh yeah that's nice the high top shoes that's what I gotta get I, I've been wearing a lot of the 510 shoes yep yeah I had 510 highs the impacts for a while which were they were really good I used to wear ankle protectors like you're saying but I just found them annoying and restrictive because the high tops I've sort of gotten used to uh, you know, I, I rolled my ankle really bad uh, rock climbing uh, in March yeah. Uh, you know, it was stupid because I finished the boulder problem I was doing. I like, ah, huzzah, like finished what I was climbing. Should have been like a moment yeah. of victory. And I just let go. And when I fell to the pads, just the way I landed, I just rolled my ankle. No question the worst rolled ankle I've ever had. Worse than any unicycle thing or anything. And uh, ah, I just got to, I'll probably be wear, wearing that brace for a while. You know, I do my exercises and whatnot, but I still got to wear it so I don't have that. I don't know, you know what trick hurts you the most, but if I'm going to hurt myself, it's probably doing 540s. Yeah. Um, I don't have a regular trick that hurts me. The The one I've got hurt on the most recently was um, glide to full out spin. It just cranks ending up in the wrong spot. Like smashing the I legs. Land. No, just like landing on the pedals, but instead of being flat there, they're like this and my body weight was forward and it just sprung me off forwards and I just landed hard on one wrist. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as we discussed, I know you can't see this. I'm just going to show the camera, but I'm starting to get this little uh, little bursa on my wrist. I don't know if it's from uh, unicycling or I climb, but I might be like catching my myself on my palms. But uh, mm. I get this, yep. this fat bump that's getting bigger and bigger every year <laughs> on my wrist. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Uh, it yep. hurts to touch it too. I should probably go see a doctor, <laughs> you know, and have it bankrupt me because I'm from America. That's what we do here in America. Not to get no. political. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So what about the uh, the expert game in Skirt? Oh my god, it's so crazy! Like, first off, just all the sets in general. That that's what shows you like the difference between the advanced game and the expert game. Is like those guys are like you know all sponsored or were sponsored. Uh, all of them have like NBDs, and most of them have a few NBDs. Um, yeah. Uh, never been done's for those who are listening uh, on the uh, the audio. There's for you for all for if you don't understand, this is gonna be on audio and on video, so uh, it's gonna be out there for the world to hear. Um, uh, and for people who aren't uh, who are not privy to the skirt scene yet, uh, you know there was what ten tricks I think is what it was for the expert set. Experts for ten, yeah, and uh, so, eleven riders. Yeah, Michael Bacleta, he. Uh, came out and did like nine of them in one day in like one set yeah, just just smashed them out so hardcore and uh everyone thought he was gonna have because adrian delacroix did a rolling rap to a back hick uni whip i don't know if that's what the official name of it is is that what he calls that is that the adrian whip or i've heard adrian. it called the hick whip I don't know yeah. if it matters if it's forwards or backwards, but Adrian's whips yeah, are backwards. One eighty uni whip, I guess, of some variety. Because, because uh, Eli has done a hick whip before, but did he do it forwards? Oh, it must have been backwards. Surely he hasn't learned it in a couple of days and thrown it out. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was backwards. Yeah, he's gonna be yeah. like, yeah, fella, I think you know shit about unicycling after after <laughs> we're talking about this. This will come out like weeks and weeks later, so it won't even matter. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, and after after that whole set, Eli Brill comes out, does the rolling rap hick whip to finish the set and win the game over Michael Bachleder, yeah. who had landed all the tricks except for Adrian's. And, and this, like, this is week one. Ending, like, he, I mean, he hopped out of it, but he was in perfect control. Whereas, like when Adrian's won, he was hopping backwards a bit. Ah, uh, you know what? When you're landing, like I'll take that set and kill it. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. And like when you're landing those high level of tricks, it's like ah, uh, you know, everyone's so iffy. I don't know. Everyone's so iffy about like those perfect landings. Maybe that's why I'm not a good writer, because I don't, I don't <laughs> care about those perfect landings. I'm, I'm just happy to land anything, you know, good or not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he lands it super clean and totally throws some shade at Michael Bachleder in the <laughs> most hilarious way. Uh, you know, if you're ever wondering if he, if those riders still have it, they do. Eli Bro still has it. And Adrian Delacroix, he still has it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eli hadn't even landed, uh, Michael was 990 at that point, but he just had faith he'd get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's still time, too. There's still time. No, he's done it now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I'm just so worried about that our game right now. I don't even have time to catch up with uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the expert one. I, you know, i gotta, I got to worry about the tricks I can land. Yeah, get, on, get on the front foot, mate. For, I reckon you've got it. Your chance. I think I'll, I think I'll pull through together. I, I'm only wondering if I'll, if I'll have it in me to do that last, that last set. Uh, the videos are freaking out on my end. So for anyone who's watching this on video, I can't do anything about that. Your face keeps getting bigger and smaller, but that's the way it's going to be. It's fine. This is oh. a, this is a homegrown unicycle podcast. You know, <laughs> we don't need to have like it all perfect. I, I don't know if that's 
that you should, that should be an issue with my camera. I wouldn't have thought. Nah, you know, I've been using this OBS software and uh, it just stuff freaks out on it all the time. I'm sure it has to do with <laughs> how I'm capturing all the Skype stuff. I'm sure everyone's enjoying all this good technical banter about how uh, how we record podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam, what's your uh, what's your favorite trick? I've always said full out flip, and I think it probably still is. It's so I'm not good. very good at them, but I just love the look. It's just it's got everything. It's got the flip. And it's got like seat out to seat or seat in to seat in. You know, seat in, seat in. Yeah. And like that's been a big part of my riding always that if you're filming a line you should start riding forward seat in and do whatever tricks you do and then when you're right out of frame you should be seat in riding forwards again um and that's a trick you can do as a one-off and you, you do that sort of thing um it's yeah it's nice what's uh what have you gotten off of anything big uh just like your standard park bench like not the high not not a table just a like a bench that would be i don't know two foot high i guess so i did um crank flip up and then it's one rev and full out down full out flip down that's a good set uh, that's a good set i like that kind of stuff yeah. i think that's one thing i think i've always enjoyed is every time we ride together i, th- I feel like we, we 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 enjoy similar skill sets similar aspects of riding uh, uh i've always enjoyed uh, our rides that we've had together too few like the Small street lines, I think that's sort of my, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and you said yeah. to be similar. Yep. Yeah, fun, fun, you know, fun yeah, and just... not going to fucking break your neck <laughs> when, you're, when you're trying stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, though, uh, there's a, a per- I, found, I finally found this perfect set in my town. Uh, I'm hoping I can full out flip uh, a five set this year. I'm hoping. Well, yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, you know, I'm I I'm kind of like you know, like I said, I'm 33. Uh, my job, you know, I don't need I could I could do my job with a broken leg. Not just <laughs> not that that's a, a a way you should look at things. Yeah, know? it's a bad way to looking at things, but no. <laughs> but uh, I kind of figured I got like maybe a year this year, maybe an extra year to like really try to lay in some big stuff before I got to start really cycling down. You know. <laughs> Um, do you, can you catch your full out flips? I can, I can, yeah, uh, on good days I can, uh, yeah. you know, um, there's days of course where you like catch them on the ground, but for the most part, if I, if I do a session and if I get warmed up, I can, I can throw them and I can, I can catch them. And uh, I feel like the handle saddle is only, only making that better. Yeah. Just make sure you're on a good day when you try the five set, I guess. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. It's not exactly something you can like work up to, you know, uh, no. you gotta like, it, you know, you gotta make sure you got those and unlock before you try and throw it off of a five set. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't get enough. I wouldn't get enough distance. I don't think on a pull out to go down that many. Maybe on a regular tray, but I'm, yeah, the biggest I've done is a three. Five oh, is good. Get it? Get it. Uh, have you gotten? Uh, you got? You gotten like uh, five spins off of like mani pads? Uh... Probably, I think I've done a fifth off a, a curb. Maybe that's, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. Have you gotten? Uh, you, you done a, like a fifth flip or just a, a five spin? Not a fifth flip off a, off a curb. Oh, man, yeah. I have been trying to get that fifth flip, and I don't know what <laughs> it is about my fives. I just cannot get that crank flip in there. Yeah. It's um, it's very miss for me. 
I landed it at the last uni nats that I went to um, a handful of times, but yeah, I've never got it on lock as such. Yeah. Uh, do you think you're gonna make? I you know you like you said yeah you're married, you got three kids you know. Yep. Uh, are you, what, what do you do for work? Are you still a lot? When I talked to you last, you were a firefighter, right? Uh, maybe. I, I think I was in like a forest firefighter back then. Uh, and I've been in the police force here for seven years now. Oh, police, an Australian yeah. policeman. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it, it might be me forever. I'll go back to, uh, full-time firefighting at some point, I imagine. Um, in like a metro position rather than forest. For sure. For sure. But, I mean, I guys, you guys had some serious fires in the last year for sure. Yeah, yeah the forest stuff's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. it's not even close to the same level, but of course, every every year, our you know California over here is just burning up worse and worse and worse and worse than the year before. Uh, yeah, they say I've heard them say it's because they don't let enough of the the dead wood burn away. Uh, from the free... That's a big part. Over here, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't know anything about fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's... Do you think you'll see yourself in any point in the future doing uh, any more... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, my cat's getting in, the, getting in this business. Um, do, yeah. Uh, do you see yourself coming to any more events in the future? Do you think you'll, you'll come back? Ah. Uh... Three young kids, I don't think I'll be going international to events, but certainly still to our national events in Australia, at For least. Sure. Um, or if anything comes to Australia or New Zealand again, then it's a possibility. Yeah. Okay, I, uh, yeah. You think you're going to get the kids into it? Uh, I'll certainly try. The young fellas tend to get the unicycle, so he's five. Um, Getting on it early, I guess. That's fun, that's fun. How about, uh, how about your wife? Has she, gotten, uh, she learned how to ride at all? Uh, she can ride, nice, yeah, nice. Um, but but doesn't. But doesn't. She's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's your thing. That's your your. Yeah, she learned to ride in the years and then didn't hasn't really done it since. Nah, it's, yeah, it's mm. like the same with my girlfriend. She's like, yeah, I'll ride. We can we can go on rides together. But she's like, I don't want to learn all your your weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, you silly, yep. you silly <laughs> tricks, and your gimmicks. Yep. Yeah, that's it. No, um, I haven't managed to recruit many people into unicycling i guess i haven't tried hard enough what about yourself well you know i i find uh that it's tricky when you're you're so good relatively speaking and then you try to get uh mm. people into it and they just watch you and they're like oh if i if i have to work like crazy hard to get to like where you're at i don't that's too much you know yeah yep yeah it's um it's obviously nice to have other people to ride with which has very been hit and miss in melbourne over the years i've um sort of someone come along that is at a similar level and ride for a few years and then they move on um like obviously luke was on and off for a few years and then connor hale i don't know if you remember him from one of my videos back in the day and he did some trampoline stuff he needed 1080s on a trampoline oh with my uni. god um, <laughs> unicycling yeah. on a trampoline in general sounds crazy to me <laughs> yeah it's nuts and then um, Ruben Ingerson, you probably know. I mean, this sounds familiar. I think I, I think I met all these guys when we were down there for that uh, that whatever that Australian unicycle. Thing. Yeah, potentially, yeah, yeah. And then Joe Dyson for a while, <laughs> Joe Dyson. who's one of dance mates. Yeah, um, 
and then obviously Alex Jones now is still riding, which is great. Are any of them riding in your town? Uh, when Alex does university in Melbourne, which is only in probably 45 minutes from where I am. So we ride, uh, depending on COVID year, we haven't ridden much at all, but generally we'd ride five or six times a year, maybe, maybe a bit more. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, do you think? Uh, what? Uh, it seems like the the powerful unicycling like squad that was in Australia has like slowly trickled away. It's like it's like still there are still people there. There's still great Australian riders. Obviously, you know Whalen Bat. He's he's still killing mm. it over there. Yeah, he certainly doesn't ride as much as he did, but he's definitely still riding. Yeah, he, he like uh, murdered in like a bunch of events, and then he seems like he's he's <laughs> faded a bit, faded into the ether. Yeah, he just sort of went, oh, I've done most of the things you can do on unicycles now. And then he's doing some parkour stuff as well. Wayland, you're so wrong. There's so much more to be done. (laughs) Come back to skirt. Do something hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, join a real comp. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Skirt comp. Mm. Uh, What, yeah, so, you know, I have a dream, a dream unicycle trip. Let me let me take you on this idea. I I, di- I wasn't going to talk about this in a previous uh, episode, but I feel comfortable sharing this with you. You know, you're you're close to it. You're yeah, close yeah. to this dream trip. Uh, and I want you to tell me if you think you would consider going on this trip. If you consider it, um, three kids I know, three kids and a wife. It's it's tough. Uh, <laughs> Let's hear it. It doesn't have to be. I don't have to do it soon. And you could even yeah. you could even just pop in. Pop in for part and then leave. So Dane Cowling and I have been talking for a while. I, I, I can't. I don't have the number right in my head. I think anymore. But for a while, I, it was uh, on the island of Tasmania. There's like yes. forty skate parks or something like that. Uh, just you know, some little tiny ones, some big, you know, some real yeah. ones. And we were thinking of going down and taking a road trip and hitting every single skate park. In Tasmania. That's a very cool idea. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm just doing like a video, I'm like hitting, hitting every single one. Even if it's like mini pad, do one quick flip. Okay, after the next one. Yeah. There's there's also some nice street spots in Tasmania. One of my early videos had some stuff in Tasmania on it. I don't think we hit up any skate parks because we were just visiting a friend and just grab some clips while we were there. But um, that'd be be really cool. Sounds great. Uh, what are you doing? Oh God, I don't know. I, it's it's got to be the next two years. Um, yeah, but before you get over thirty-five, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's I, I feel like if I'm really careful, if I really start taking good care, you know, really doing a lot of working out and stretching and rehabbing, I I, I might be able yeah, to push stretching. it till forty, maybe. But at, at forty, I got to start like, you know, being a bit more casual about it's like it. Real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Certainly get your, your big full outflip done before definitely, 40. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but it feels good that, you know, there, there was a time even like when I, in, in my 20s where I was like, ah, that, that I've peaked already. Like, I'll never get better. I'll never land better, harder tricks. Um, uh, I think you definitely can do that up till 40. I reckon you'll be learning new stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a new era. It's a new time. People, you know, people, as long as you take care of yourself, you can, you can really push your body. Uh, for for quite some time. Yeah, for and sure. Then, and then after that, I'll. Yeah, I, I will definitely endeavour to be a part of a Tasmania trip at 
sounds yeah great. yeah that, i think it'd be fun. I, I hope no one else just sn sneaks in and snipes this huh or or hey sure hey, unicycle companies if you're interested in sponsoring a fun urban unicycle trip you know hit me up want to go to test me I'll, I'll pay for my plane ticket if you you know you want to give us some food <laughs> and stuff like that i think it would take yep. like i think it would take like three weeks I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah, it's not a huge um, island, but it's, it's yeah. Big. I think uh, when I looked last, like especially because you know lots of it are still like the conservation area, so the inhabited parts are you know mostly close together. Yep. Uh, I think it's like yep. end to end is like four hours if you drove like the whole yeah, thing. It's, it's not too bad. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, Who came up with that idea? Was that Dan? Uh, you know, it's just one we've talked about. I can't remember if it was his idea. I think it was his idea, to be honest. But uh, it's just one we've talked about a whole bunch. Uh, and, uh, you know, I feel like some of the most exciting videos come about when it's, like, not just one one writer doing one thing. It's, like, you know, some of the Unicon videos. Uh, I think, you know... Chris Hurwai did his, like, videos covering, like, all of Montreal, uh, Unicon, and those videos were just so fun, and so fun to be a part of, and, uh, just, I think really captured some of the funnest things that happened in all of unicycling. Yeah, sure. That, and, are you gonna do it in, like, that vlog style of thing, or, you're not sure? Oh, I... Yeah, let's wait. Let's talk about that discussion when like a plane ticket's been purchased and you know the pandemic's over. Yes. <laughs> you know, because uh, I, I remember Chris did a, a vlog style at a, an Australian event one time, which was awesome to watch. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what it was called or anything, but there we uh, you we had to add a link in somewhere to that video. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do. I'll see if I can find it. Which one is that again? Which event? There was, I think it was Oz Street. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. the one that, yeah, that I came down for. Or, yeah. or at least I came down for the first Oz Street and Flat. I, I know there was two of them. <sighs> Didn't make it. That's when I pur purchased my, uh, I purchased my first Alex uh, carbon fiber seat base from Chris Hirawai. Oh. And it lasted, it lasted like for five beautiful years. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thing. What would look be somewhere that I, if I get over the handle saddle, I'll be putting back on. Yeah, you still have a carbon fiber. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. You still have a, a carbon fiber seat base? Yeah, just a unicycle box on one, not an Alex one, but so uh, it's still pretty good. I, ha I spent a bit of time getting the uh, the holes done right. I used um, T nuts. Have you heard of those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as a rock climber, uh, we use T nuts for like all our climbing holds and everything. So. So. I yeah, a main hole for the T-nut and then cut off um, like three of the spikes and just a hole for one remaining spike and then drop them in the top so you can put your own key bolts through the bottom. Whenever I did whenever, uh, whenever I did my uh, yeah, yeah. CF bases, uh, I didn't CF use T-nuts, but I, I hand-filed uh, the holes for the hex nuts yes. and then glued yeah. them in. You had that on one of your other podcasts showing it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I showed it off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forget. See, I don't even know what I, I've created already content-wise. <laughs> yeah. I think that's my biggest fear with this whole podcast thing is, like, episodes are going to just be repeats of me talking about the same thing over and over again. Oh. <laughs> I'll still watch it. No. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping uh, I can just keep creating good content and good talks with people and we can keep doing it. Uh, if, you, if, you had, uh, if you had a dream event 
Uh, Sam, what what would be your dream unicycle event? Uh, it'd have to be like a unicorn style event in Australia um, so that I can go more easily and that lots of people come along. Um, just those style events that run over a couple of weeks are just so enjoyable and to ride with everyone that you've seen before and and uh, meet people you haven't met before and compete in events and everything. It's just it's a, it's a great time. Loved Unicorn New Zealand and haven't had a chance to go again. So. Oh, and you just get that energy and you know you watch other people mm. rot, do things that you like didn't even think to try. You're like, oh man, like I didn't even yeah. I didn't even think I could try it. And then you do it a couple times. They show you the tip or the trick and you're like, ah, yeah. it's gonna happen. And- that's it. And just the like the group rides and the flat circles and the stuff that you just can't do when you're at home on your own or with one or two other riders that you've got around you. It's um, so much fun to see all the different styles. I'm sure you get this too. Like, you know, you talk with people about unicycling for people who don't know anything and they just, you just watch their eyes glaze over as you, you <laughs> yep. use some of your unicycle <laughs> jargon. And it's so refreshing to like be around people and just talk about unicycle shit and everyone's like into it. They get it. They know what you're talking about. Yeah. And you know, I, uh, I used, I'm a rock climber as well, obviously. And, uh, you know, when I started climbing, I, it, climbing was kind of small still. It, it's always been a little big since I got into it, but like, it was still small at my gym. Like, you know, you could talk about the, all the climbing jargon, but now it's so big. It's like going to, uh, to the regular gym. There's so many people who do it now. So like you just, now people come to the gym and they don't even know who I am. I'm just some guy who works there, you know? And, uh, yeah. Used to know it yeah. Well. Some people don't even care about the, the climbing jargon. They just want to come in and like get their workout and, and leave. Yeah. And you know, in some ways I want unicycling to get bigger, but also a lot of times I'm like happy that it's like the small group yeah. of all of us who know each keep, other. Keep it, keep it as our own. Let's, uh, let's hold on to it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice for it to be more mainstream in certain aspects, but it is very tight in the community. Uh, what do you think it would take uh, to get like people organizing big events again in Australia? Uh, probably more riders initially. I think that um, someone that's motivated and uh, capable enough with that style of thing, like I reckon Steve Hughes can probably organize a decent event. Uh, he seems to be all over it, um, but like I've never really organised any any part of a uni acts even. Um, I think yeah, someone like Steve to take the front foot and to have you know maybe ten riders behind him that are going to help out um, with the the lifting and what have you um, would get it going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I just. I've been to Australia, I think, three times now. Uh, just definitely one of my favorite places to go. You guys have so many skate parks. And yeah. they're so different. And, you know, we have, like, a couple skate parks in my town, for example. Like, one's really good. There's a new one that's kind of far away that's also really good. But there's two others that were just obviously built by people who don't do anything with skate parks, you know? Just, like, cement companies or something like that. And they you can't do anything at them. They're just everything's wrong. Yeah. The heights, uh, the shapes. It's it's not fun. Yeah, we're pretty lucky with the majority of our parks. Like 
I can't think of many that don't have at least a small street section. Um, like there's not many that are just quarter pipes or bowls or whatever. They've pretty much all got some street, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, even when uh, I was hanging out with Dan Cowling near his place, uh, uh, he's just outside of Sydney. And, you know, there was like a park like a block away from his house that even that it had like a little cement slab with like a little rail and a mani pad. And I like, I just, yeah. I, you know, in America, we like still like hate like skaters. It's a weird thing. Like there's this well, the general public does. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Cause like, Oh, there's all these new buildings in my town. Like my town's, you know, up and coming and like with, uh, with development lately. And they'll build these new fountains and benches and awesome artistic, like, art things. And then they just put skater haters uh, all over them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's not even built yet. And they just anticipate hating yeah. people who are going to try to do stuff with this beautiful, you know, these cement structures. <sighs> and, and, like, I, I know skateboards probably do a bit more damage than unicycles, but it's not to an extreme level most of the time, I would have thought. Nah, you know, I've always been a big fan of the idea that, like, if you don't want, like, people to to use your your big cement structures, just don't build them. Like, mm. you know, you don't want to have a, this cool elaborate cement block system with benches and, and steps and elevations. Just, like, have a flat cement entryway with nothing if you don't, you know. Yep. We'll, we'll probably still ride flat there. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. make it a big, fat, you know, urban cement jungle dystopia or something like that. As long as it's flat, like perfectly flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you, uh, uh, you know, like you said, you you have like a pretty good amount of riders there. You have like good riders in Australia. Um, how, like, I don't know. I've had experience with uh, events in my town that I've ran. The only events I've gotten going were, like, free. Like, come to my town, and we're going to have, like, a unicycle weekend. Do you think, like, those are more manageable than, like, the competition? Yeah. I feel like they are, for sure. Um, The trouble, like, if I was to do one down here in Melbourne, there's really only Alex and I that are riding street and flatland in Melbourne, so we're relying on people to come from Sydney, which is either like a nine-hour drive or a couple of hours on an airplane, um, which has, has happened once or twice before. I remember there's a guy down here, Matt Thomas, that he just rode um, a 36er mostly and, and mucked around on stuff. He never really did any tricks or anything, but he organised a street event in Melbourne that a handful of guys from Sydney came to. That um, didn't seem overly hard to organise, so something like that. If I can get people on, on board, it would be doable again for sure. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, you got if you got uh, if people are going to come international, you got you got room in your house. <laughs> uh, you not, with, not with not with three kids, but um, I'm sure we can figure something out. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, and then uh, I suppose uh, you know what do we, we got we got favorite trick. Uh, you told us how you started uh, your unicycle. Would you say that's your your dream build? What would be your dream? You're like dreaming a cycle build. I think it's probably pretty close now. Um, a beast. It's, uh, I've pretty much always been Chris Holm in the early days, and I didn't really have an issue with them other than the frames breaking, which I broke too often. Uh, um, 
but they, they like they were nice to ride, but the just the plain Chris Holm blue was a bit boring, I guess. Um, and not really much else customizable with it doing it yourself other than pedals, I guess. Yeah, I mean, even UDC started like putting a couple colors out there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and like the the QX, the RGB ones are pretty nice, but they've got a weird crank that I really want to try out before it's, forking out Bitcoin. It, <laughs> it's like I feel like it's kind of high risk investment because like yes. it, you, it nothing's cross compatible and maybe it's like a movement in the in like the modern direction maybe that's where yeah. more stuff is going to start transitioning but it's it's definitely a lighter weight crank and hub system but you know whether it stands up to the test of time i guess no, i i think that mad one at the moment um is the best that you can expect so totally pretty happy weight wise even i had a chris holm um wheel on a qx frame prior to this which, like the Chris Holm wheel was, had the cutouts and whatever and pretty light tyre and stuff, but it was still, it was nearly 500 grams, like half a kilogram lighter on this. I don't know what that is in pounds for you, but a considerable amount lighter. Like the total weight of the other one was five kilos and this is four and a half, so it's a pretty big percentage yeah. drop. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of, uh, if I need less weight, I just, I just got to lose it. I just gotta lose the weight. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. Oh, you know, for me this year, I'm hoping. I, I've been. Uh, I've been working on my eating habits a lot. I'm hoping uh, to break under uh, 200 this year. I'm gonna have to convert that to kgs. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what it is in kgs. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I started two. It's like 2018. I was 265 pounds, so pretty hefty. Yeah. Uh, so and, the would be about 90 kilograms, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how old you? Uh, I'm six three. Uh, a 197, yeah, I think, is what that is. Yep. No, we're weird. We like we still do height in feet and inches a lot. So six three makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah, good. Like I'm, I'm being on six foot, and I'm about eighty two um, kilograms. Let's do that in pounds for you, so you know what's up. Sorry about my clacky keyboard. That's uh, fine. One hundred eighty pounds. One hundred eighty. Oh yeah, you're looking. You look like a rock star. You look like a rock star. You're, you're one hundred eighty <laughs> pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be doing that the Australian policeman calendar anytime soon, but you could you could definitely you could definitely fit in in there nah, for sure. I'm trying, to, trying to stick off that. <laughs> uh, but they, they have on their YouTube channel at one point for uh, one of the advertising things, but I got roped into it. Uh, I started after that. <laughs> did they have you ride? Did they have you ride in it? No, no, no. Uh, just like advertising. Our police officers are well balanced people. Officers or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I could, it's not hard, you know, just speaking objectively, it's not hard for me at all. You know, you can't see me on the camera right now, but I can see you. It's not hard for me to see a lot of way you would be picked for the commercial without question. Yeah. Handsome yeah. Australian policeman. That's always been my opinion. And great at the unicycle. Better if it was on the unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what, have you ever, what, what, uh, what would you say... Is your like I don't know how I was gonna say what was your, what's your claim to fame in the unicycle world? Uh, but we could also go, uh, you know, what's one of your pr- proudest moments in unicycling? Personal, 
Could be could be publicly or privately. Um, I, I get a lot of joy from making videos, obviously, which I think everybody does in the community. Um, but I've always, since seeing Luke right in the early days and just picking up without without asking him as much that he basically never had a correction hop in any of his videos. <laughs> so true. Um, so I've, I've pretty much taken that on from the start and stuck to that, I guess, with all of my videos other than some games. I think I'll have correction hops. But if I'm filming and I get something and it's and it's close but it's got one correction hop, I'll just film with another however many times it takes. <laughs> and, yeah, I try to stick to that motto with all my videos. That's probably about what... I would say oh, that's good. That's good discipline. Flame as such, but <laughs> just brings me satisfaction, I guess. Yeah, that's good though. I mean, like I feel like I uh, I lack the discipline sometimes. I'm just so happy to have gotten the trick at all. Like I I'll just be like, nah, nah. I'm just keeping it. I'll walk away. Uh, but <laughs> only with with the mad for one. Like uh, you know, we were talking a little bit online about a five forties. Uh, yeah. with our handle saddles and I cannot do a 540 on my regular unicycle with the handle forward. I It just messes me up. Yeah. And for some reason on the handle saddle, it like doesn't even affect my brain at all. I can do it forwards or backwards without even a thought. So when you've got it forwards on the handle saddle, do you land seating still? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the handle saddle feels a lot more similar forwards and backwards than what a regular saddle does. Um, like very close to the same, and because my my five forties on a normal saddle, when they're seat forwards, I'd land them out in front like a normal fifth loop. Like yeah, yeah. Always the hand pass. Um, I don't know <laughs> this this style hand pass like that for a five forty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just feels weird. It doesn't work as well. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I still don't have my hand pass down. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get that because I think that's the way you got to make fifth flips happen. Is with certainly for fifths, for sure. yeah. I think majority of people don't hand pass five forties, but I always have, I guess, because I, I envisaged learning fifths when I was learning five forties, so I wanted to get it right at the start, I guess. Yeah, um, uh, that's always my, my bad habits. I, I'll learn a trick like no matter what, and yeah. then have to like unlearn all my bad habits to like make the trick like actually a functional usable trick and i think that just the weight of the unicycle is making a big difference to 540s for me as well they're just spinning so much faster that sort of hand pass yeah. is a lot more difficult to get right yeah i think that's the thing with the mad for one too that like really surprised me i you know i've always ridden with unicycles with q factor uh you know i got like these KH ASIM cranks that are pretty Q factory. Uh, I got a pair of, uh, uh, what are they? The, uh, yeah, the impact, uh, you know, round, uh, round cranks. I can't remember what they're called. Um, yep. and they all have comparatively so much Q factor. Uh, and I feel like doing spins with the, the zero Q factor cranks, it's like noticeably easier. I don't know if it's psychological or not. It's a big difference to that. Yeah. I never thought that the Q factor would make much of a difference to that. Yeah. I don't know. Something about, I don't know if it's the, the lateral, you know, my feet not being wider from each other. It just feels easier yep. to throw when I finally throw, uh, you know, and so my first few five forties on my mad for one with the handle saddle were just where they were just effortless to get. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, feels and good. You'd also be even lighter again with the 20-inch tire. Um, yeah. I'm really liking it. I didn't think, I thought I was going to feel better, but like uh, my coasting has gotten better. Uh, most, of my, most of my tricks feel smooth right out of really well. You know, I feel like that, like you said, the lighter wheel feels easy to, to crank flip. So yeah, if you're looking for a big advertisement for Mad for One, everyone, uh, here it is. We both, we're both enjoying <laughs> it. Yeah. Thanks for the unicycle, yep. Marco. I'm, it's, it's a dream. It's a dream for me. Yep. I, I do find the Zero Q a bit weird for rolls initially. I think I'm getting used to it now. Because yeah, I've always had either KH uh, moments or I had the QX cranks for a while, the uh, Chromoly ones with the Q factor as well. Yeah, you kind of like when you're rolling, that Q factor kind of just has a slightly wider platform you to, for you to catch. Just, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. The, the Mad Aptors are really good though. Um, I think they're nicer than the, what are the KH ones called again? The Rolos is what Rolos. they're called. The Rolo yeah. discs. Um, they're nicer. Yeah, you know, the, I, I'm surprised I really feel that little lip that's on them. There's like that little lip on the edge. So I feel like when my shoe is on there, it's really holding tight to the lip. Of giving those. you a bit of grip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, I don't know, Sam, uh, any any closing thoughts? Any, any closing feelings on, on Unicycle? It's good to have you here. It's good to see you. You're still in it. You're still part of the world. You still ride for, for fun. Yeah. I think I'll be riding for at least another 10 years, I would think. And it might be Muni after that. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, is, is there good? You think there's good Muni in Australia? You could find some. De- definitely, yeah, yeah. There's not where I am. There isn't a heap, but there's quite a few good mountain bike parks that will be good for Muni. So, and I've ridden a little bit. I've got a 26 QX that I've ridden a little bit for Muni. So, uh, a new one or an old one? Uh fairly new. It, it hasn't got brakes or anything. It's um, it's probably like maybe the second run of the QX ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my probably the least ridden unicycle. It sucks because every time I've ridden it, I've had a wonderful time on it. Is I have like a like a 2018 Chris Home 27.5 with a disc brake, and oh, honestly, it is one of the absolutely best, beautiful feeling mountain unicycles, and I just like never ride it. <laughs> Yeah. But like I said, yeah. I'm trying to get those tricks. Yeah, that's it. Got to get them, man. Got to get them. Uh, okay, last, last question. Where first to finish up here? Uh, what, <laughs> what is your trick that you want to get? Like, what's your the trick you haven't gotten yet that you, you're trying to get? I'm not really working on any, man. I'm just sort of sticking with what I've got, and I just want to keep riding more street, new spots, and and filming new stuff. Um, there's a few obstacles that I've got in mind that I haven't tried yet. I guess more than tricks. Yeah, what's that? Uh, like, yeah, what's that? Tell me that. Well, there's there's a weird sign. That's hard to explain, uh, but it's probably about yay wide, um, and it, it's maybe two or three meters long, um, ten feet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's it's shaped like. You, does a, a roll like that. I've always eyed off the years wanting to hop on and then ride over and trick off the end of it. Oh, that um, sounds great. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, and then just just lines and stuff, but I haven't really got them lined up. Yeah, you just, just not a... Keep riding and filming. There's not a trick that's like in the back of your mind, like, man, it would be really nice to like check that one off the <laughs> list before. Oh, fifth flip's always nice to get back um, in a video. Um, I should probably get trade doubles back as well, but 
don't think there's anything new that I want to. I've really been like, yeah, I must land that. But like, overflips and underflips have always uh, been very hard. <laughs> I haven't done any. I've done kick flips before, but that's about the extent. Yeah, overs and unders would be nice to get some variety. For that big like Facebook out the game like rounds that I did, I did a one eighty uh, underflip. That nice. that was pretty hard. Uh, that was probably what I felt yeah. like one of the most challenging things I've flip tricks I've ever. Ah, sorry, kitty. Jeez, just jumped right <laughs> out of my arms. Um, that uh, for me was pretty hard. Uh, but uh, in in my mind, uh, the one I want that I still haven't gotten. I, I seriously have done sessions. Is I want to just do. I, I don't ever want to use it or need to use it. I just want to <laughs> do a seven twenty spin. Yeah, just one. Yeah. And I, just one on film. Yeah, just one on film. Never try it again. Yep. You know, don't need sedge <laughs> devils or do you know any crazy extra stuff. But just like, yeah, I've done a, I've done a 720. Just stop one. Yeah. Or uh, also known as the beginner expert <laughs> riding trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I haven't even tried properly for 720s just because I do the whole not letting go thing. Ah, yeah. The, yeah, I the saddle, but. You gotta definitely have to like kind of throw and pray a little bit with some of those seven twenties. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're Colby Thomas, of course. Yeah. He holds on He's like, got the whole time. Fast hands. I just don't even get it. I don't even know how his hands do it. <laughs> who knows? Dude. Well Sam, hopefully we'll see each other again soon in one of these events. Maybe maybe in Tasmania. <laughs> who knows? I'd be. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be fun. So good. Uh well Sam, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's been good uh talking with you. Been great to be along, right? Yeah, yeah, we got we got Appreciate we got like a nice a nice little hour here. It's probably a little short with all our, our starting jargon, but you know it's all good. Yeah, no, it's good. And uh, good if I uh, you know uh, plug just for funsies, plug your like uh, your YouTube uh, handle. Uh, it's just dual mono one word. So D O A M O N O is mine. Um, yeah, that's where I'll keep uploading most of my stuff. I was putting it on the pretty good channel. For a little while, but I'll probably just go back to my own from now on. I think for sure, for sure, yeah. So check that out, any of you listeners. Check out Sam Thomas's uh, YouTube channel. Check out, you know, really fun, good, enjoyable, uh, clean. As we were talking about earlier, street riding down there in Australia. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Always fun to watch. I, I always was excited to see like, oh, a new video out by Sam. That's fun. <laughs> Some of your recent ones. There's a few more coming, but they're slow now. Yeah, it's all right. You know, you got you got three kids you're raising. I mean, you know, get it get it at your leisure. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being on, Sam. Thanks for talking with me. No worries. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate right. it. Till next time, guys. <laughs>